This is Chris Reynolds and welcome to the Entrepreneur House podcast. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs creating events and retreats all over the world. If you're ready to take your business to the next level with other successful entrepreneurs, be sure to apply at theentrepreneurhouse.com. And now on to today's episode. Today, podcast listeners, we're recording another follow-up episode, Where Are They Now After the Entrepreneur House? We're recording the second episode on this topic because, again, the incredible results that people created after staying in the house. Today, we are joined by alumni of the house in Thailand, Purush Ultiman Rajagopal, Purush for short. Purush is the founder of InfinityMedia.in. Infinity Media designs websites while helping people create the customer's online brand. They provide a social media strategy and help the users boost traffic. They also develop apps for their clients as well. Purush is a pretty incredible guy. He has built a full-service digital marketing agency in four years with 30-plus employees before the age of 30. Now Purush's business employs 45 people from India, Eastern Europe, and the United States. Here's what I like about Perush. He's a down-to-earth, very likable, and friendly guy. You can tell he's a person that truly cares about others and connecting with them. And, for as successful as he is, I have never once seen him serious. He's just a really playful guy. It is my distinct honor to welcome Perush back on the show. Hi, Perush. Hi, Chris. How are you? Fantastic, my friend. I am doing well. And where are you calling from today? I'm calling from my office in, in India. India. Which city? Are you in New Delhi? No, I'm in the far, far south. I'm in Coimbatore. Uh, it's okay. near Bangalore. Okay, very cool. So, Purush, tell us a little bit more about who you are outside of work. Yeah, so I think Chris told about uh, my work thing. Apart from work, uh, I love traveling. I think uh, the more you travel... Uh, it's like a balance, work-travel balance. The more I travel, I, I believe like uh, the more I travel, I gain more energy to work, more motivation and more energy uh, to work. When you start traveling, uh, your mind expands and you start seeing things uh, differently. You stop worrying about all the small things in your life and uh, you take life easy and everything is completely different. Uh, it gives you an entirely different perspective of life, which I use in business as well to improve my business. I've traveled to a lot of countries and like a few South American countries uh, and even Russia. I think Russia is something, uh, a unique uh, place to travel. I have traveled to a few East Asian countries and uh, the next plan on the list is to travel to Eastern Europe. And you're currently trying to get your visa there, aren't you? Yeah, I'm uh, trying to get my visa for Romania this time. Uh huh. Very cool. Yeah. So when choosing between traveling and starting your business, you actually chose to stay home and start a business first. Is that correct? Yes, because uh, so how this thing started uh, is like when I was studying, doing my university, uh, I... I'm a kind of a computer guy. I was I sit always in front of computer playing games and browsing freelancer website, designing WordPress mm-hmm. sites, uh, working with ads and all those things. So I came to know about all the online uh, opportunities available and uh, I started as a freelancer when I was in college and after completing my college, uh, I wanted to start this as an experiment. I wanted to give this a fair try. Um, but I had so many doubts. Actually, to be honest, I had so many doubts, and even my parents, my friends, everyone was doing something different. And uh-huh. 
I was like uh, without even any experience after completing college I wanted to start my own business and this digital marketing is something uh, in India we don't have a lot of digital marketing companies uh, and before when I completed university before 7 years uh, it was very much less so my parents were really afraid that uh, I would fail but now I'm uh, I can confirm uh, that this is the best choice I ever made Very cool. And so how long have you been an entrepreneur now, Purush? Almost like 6 years for now. Excellent. And so so you've built um, a digital marketing agency um that employs are you up to 45 employees now? Mm, well, it has expanded now. Uh-huh. We have like 70 employees uh working wow. uh, here and uh a, bit of freelancers working uh, from around the world and uh, I'm also trying to put up an office in Eastern Europe. Nice. What was that process like because you started out pretty young for the most part. Um how long did it take you to start employing employing people? So when I started at the age of 23 I think 23 or 24 uh-huh. I think it, uh, I'm 28 now so it should be 23 yeah. So when I started uh, it was just two employees. Uh-huh. me my partner and two employees after that uh, i didn't concentrate uh, much uh, on business uh, when i started after like two years uh, i started working with people when i started with working with more people uh, more more clients uh, then i uh, w- uh, came to know about all the opportunities the niche markets and what kind of business uh, is this uh, initially when i started i did not have a uh, clear idea of uh, what this business is i just started with content writing only when i started working with uh, people uh, i came to know about all the uh, opportunities uh, kind of uh, business models uh, there and and then i became serious about it for the first three years it was uh, just really uh, uh, so much of hard work trying to figure out things how this thing is working how that thing is working how should i do this with uh, with minimal investment all those kind of things but after the first three years uh, I got a solid plan and I worked on that and uh, I think like before 3 years we had a uh, 29 to 30 employees mm-hmm. and now it's uh, grown to like 100. Wow, that's really cool. And so so you have a partner, correct, with your business? I had a partner. Uh the partner was my college mate. Uh mm-hmm. when when I completed my college, uh, we started the business together, but uh, after 6 months uh, he I broke up we broke up actually and uh, he's now working uh, somewhere and uh, so this is just just me what's it like purush managing 100 people it's really difficult i mean if <laughs> you know how to do if you know how to manage uh, if you have worked in a company already or if you are surrounded by people uh, who are similar to a ceo or some uh, something like that uh, then you know how uh, to manage people but if you are starting by yourself uh, you will have a difficult time seriously you have to learn everything uh, by experiencing it you'll do all kinds of mistakes and only then you will know like i shouldn't be like this i shouldn't do this i should do that like that so what would you say has been the biggest challenge of building a, a company this big mm, it would be investment if you're beginning a uh, it would be investment and uh, to find out a solid business track uh, business model i would say uh-huh. because you have to test out a lot of things uh, and uh, see what works for you 
if you test like 10 things, two things may work and uh, the rest may not work. And after that, uh, it's about managing people. Yeah. Ma uh, if you don't have a proper management uh, system in place, then uh, people might not might not work properly. For me, I had problems uh, with uh, employees. Uh, like uh, I wasn't monitor monitoring them properly. I'm not, uh, I wasn't uh, good at uh, handling people when I started. So I had a lot of issues with uh, my employees. They were not working properly. and. Uh, uh, the work was not that good, so I ex I my since I did this myself without any help, uh, I experienced everything and uh, started learning and uh, like uh, giving it a feedback and uh, improving uh, the systems. And I started traveling, and only when I started traveling, which is from three years back, uh, and uh, started meeting uh, people who are CEOs and going to conferences, uh, I had solid systems before that it was not uh, pretty good okay gotcha and what do you spend most of your time doing these days as the founder of this company with 100 employees and i'm sure your time can get crazy and busy what do you find yourself spending the majority of your time on well uh it's entirely opposite of what you just said now okay so you might uh, think uh, i'm pretty busy with my work right uh-huh that's not the case, actually. So since I have all the systems in place now, yeah. I don't uh, need to work. I just work for like uh, four hours a week, maybe four to eight hours a week. And the rest of the time, I do what I like. I travel a lot. I read a lot. And uh, uh, I read books. I read books a lot. And I travel uh, a lot. And uh, I just relax, actually. I just do what I like. So you're a 100% complete success story exactly. for a four-hour work week, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe, yeah. Did did that book have any influence on creating this type of lifestyle, Purush? I haven't read that book fully, to be honest. Uh, uh -huh. I know that book and I have read a few uh, chapters of it, but I have not uh, read the book fully. You are the first entrepreneur that I have met in a really long time that says you that said this, they haven't read that book that's pretty incredible especially one that loves to travel and the okay. fact okay yeah and what's really cool is you kind of created your own success story and had never read that book so kudos to you man that's really 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 cool uh, I personally recommend reading it because I love the book I've read it about five times now Okay. <laughs> yeah. So, and I think they might actually be coming out with another version of it. So you might hold off until. But um, definitely. So you did say you read a lot. Well, what type of books are you reading, Purush? Mm, I read uh, a lot of spiritual books, like uh, something uh, self development uh, books, spiritual books, books on travel. For example, I uh, this book, The Alchemist, is uh, like world famous. Yeah, it's a great book. I read that. Yeah, I read that kind of books. In, in spiritual, uh, everything uh, from Swami Vivekananda to anything uh, that is uh, anything in the Buddhism or whatever be it. Is there any books that you would recommend or your favorite books that you could share with us? Mm, I would recommend uh, something that immediately comes to my mind. I would recommend two books. One is uh, The Game of Life and How to Play It. Uh, it's a really old book. Uh, the author is Florence Kowalshin, I think. It's a really old book written uh, before uh, like 60 years, but it's an awesome book. Everyone should read it. Uh, it just teaches you how to live life without any effort. And um, 
Another book is uh, Outrageous Openness uh, by Tosha Silver. Outrageous. Okay, what's that one about? That is uh, something similar, how to live life without any stress, without any effort, how to live life in the best possible way. Very cool. Okay, I'll put a link in the show notes to both those books. Let's dig in, Purusha, a little bit more about your business and maybe some secret tips or hacks that you can share with the listeners. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe let's talk about a good – well, tell the listeners exactly what your business is doing and how they help clients. You want to know like about my company, uh, the kind of uh, things uh, I work on? Correct, yeah. Okay. This is a full-service digital marketing agency, and uh, we work uh, on everything from website designing uh, to content writing to content marketing uh, and uh, pay-per-click marketing, social media marketing, Instagram, uh, Facebook, uh, Pinterest, and everything. So when we uh, uh, have a client, when we have a new client, we ask their requirements, uh, what kind of requirements, and we figure out the best uh, channel uh, to market uh and bring sales for them like for example if it's a fashion uh, brand uh, then the best platform for that would be uh, instagram if it's a beauty brand then um, best thing is to uh, use instagram marketing and um, for a fa- for a fashion brand uh, facebook is also good but if it's something uh, other than e-commerce store and uh, if it's a niche site or uh, a brand authority then we go for seo and pay-per-click marketing so it differs from client to client. For the entrepreneur house, what type of social media strategy would you recommend for us? <laughs> That's what I was getting at. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. So I think uh, the entrepreneur house uh, is a really good thing. It's a, it's kind of a, because I myself had a good experience uh, with uh, in the entrepreneur house and learned a lot of things and had fun and importantly had fun i feel like there are a lot of good entrepreneurs uh, you know like the life of an entrepreneur is something uh, alone when you don't figure out things and uh, make life uh, the life of an entrepreneur is going to be alone and uh, it's going to be difficult the entrepreneur house kind of uh, thing uh, just changes that and uh, to market this, uh, to improve uh, this, I would suggest uh, to go writing guest posts on a really authority site, like something like Nail Patel site, uh, where entrepreneurs hang around, Nail Patel site or uh, Robin Sharma and uh, Brian Dean, all these popular guys. Uh, you can write a guest post and uh, uh, I think that is the best way uh, when an expert writes about uh, this, that is the best way to attract more people into it. Very good feedback. Very, very good feedback. So I want to ask you, Purush, do you have any any case studies that you can share with us with maybe some clients you worked with and you set up like a good social media strategy for, for them or maybe some like tips that the listeners could benefit from? Case studies, uh, there are a lot of case studies, but uh, if you want to reveal me the domain or uh, the business brand name, uh, I think... Uh, I should talk to my client first. Okay, okay. But what do you, what do you mean by uh, tips? Uh, is that like general uh, tips or what? Yeah, so what are some must-do tips that you would recommend? And I know it depends on the type of business that somebody has. But maybe maybe if somebody wants to do a good uh, Facebook social media strategy, like what are some mm-hmm. must-do tips or, or hacks that you would recommend for them? Okay, Let's say if it's uh, Facebook, then I would 
I would advise my advice would be the person uh, should do competitor research first. This is what we are missing. The competitors have uh, test uh, done test and trial for a long time, and uh, their campaigns are successful. Uh, to make their campaign successful, successful, they have spent a lot of money, and uh, only through test and trial they have achieved that. So if you are starting fresh and you can uh, analyze all your competitors, at least five to ten competitors, and uh, see what they are doing and exactly copy what they are doing. You don't have to do anything new. You just have to copy and take it a step further. Only when you st- take it a step further, you have, uh, you should think, uh, what can I do new? At the start itself, uh, it doesn't make sense to think uh, I'm going to plan my own campaign like that. You should look at the competitors first and uh, use use them to your advantage. Mm, good tip. I want to ask you, Purush, about like the cultural differences in hiring abroad. So the majority of your employees are Indian, I believe you said, but you said you also hired Americans and Eastern Europeans. And have you had any challenges with cultural differences hiring somebody outside of your own country? Mm, I don't think so. I don't think so. I have never uh, come across uh, such a thing. Maybe uh, uh, subtle things, but definitely uh, not significant things. Because a freelancer is a freelancer, a full-time worker is a full-time worker. He knows uh, when he does not uh, do his job, we are going to check him out. Okay, very good. That's great, man. In fact, in, in fact, uh, the workers we hired from Eastern Europe and uh, USA workers, they are very committed to the job, and uh, uh, you don't ha- you don't even uh, have to track them. They are they do what they do. They uh, you don't you don't have to babysit them. That's excellent. I actually f- I have found the same thing. Um, yeah, Eastern European workers are, are great and Americans because um, I think they're trained kind of mentally. In Eastern Europe, people in Eastern Europe really need work right now because the countries are... Or... Okay, great. Yeah, in con- countries like Armenia, Bulgaria, the average salary for uh, a person is just like 200 or $300 uh, when you work there. What we are paying for them, like $2,000 a month, $3,000 a month is too much. Yeah. And they are very happy with it. Yeah, definitely. And, and they, they overwork too that I've found. So like yeah. uh, they're, they're always on spot and they're, they'll do whatever you say and they're willing to put in more than the extended effort. You know, they'll put in the extended effort. And we're actually – well, when we stayed in the house in Chiang Mai, when Purusha mm-hmm. was there, we had a guy, Stephen Vanderpel, who is now the CTO for jobrack.eu. I don't know if you know that or not, but he... I know that, yeah. Yeah, and so his company actually finds really good workers and makes sure they're good quality online workers in Eastern Europe and then is the is yeah, go-to for... The, this is the first job board for uh, hiring from Eastern Europe, right? Yeah, yeah, correct. And we're actually going to interview his partner, Neil Napier, um, later on in the show. And so we can dive more into Eastern European outsourcing. Let's see, Purush, it's been a year and three months or so since you stayed in the house and mm-hmm. you were working on some things, I think maybe business partnerships or trying to even grow your business more. Kind of what has changed for you since you stayed in the house? Okay, yeah, I had a lot of uh, changes since I stayed in the house. Uh, but the most important thing was uh, I'm not having any uh, partnership with anyone in the house right now. But uh, I learned a lot of things. It w- I would say it's experience. Uh, my my perspective about my business and uh, I thought my business was limited. Only when I travel around and uh, meet people uh, from somewhere uh, like this group, uh, 
I talk with them about their business, about uh, their partners or uh, their acquaintance business. And uh, I start believing like sky is the limit. There's no limit at all. And uh, people are doing much better than me. And uh, there's no limit for my business. I can do much better. That is something uh, you get uh, that kind of uh, perspective. Uh, you get only when you see real people who are doing that and only that gives you the power to implement uh, it in your business and grow it. It does not come to reading books or uh, like browsing anything online. Where are you going with your business, Perush? So say the next five to 10 years, what do you think you'll do? Where will Infinity Media be? Okay, I don't have any long-term plans because I believe uh, I've only set targets like this much uh, turnover for my company this year. Mm -hmm. But I don't have any long-term vision uh, because the business changes all the time. When you go outside and meet someone, uh, you learn something new. And when you go again to some other place and uh, when you learn about a new business or uh, you upgrade your business model, you learn something new and uh, you start thinking like, no, this is not the best way. I have to change my direction like that. So it is something uh, you learn on the way and um, change it uh, dynamically. Are there any other SEO secrets that you could share with the listeners? Okay. So the first thing... Uh, I would say is uh, we have to cut the word secret uh, from our dictionary <laughs> because the problem is everyone is talking about secrets and everybody is looking for secrets, but there's no secret. Everything is available online. And uh, if people learn uh, something and stick to it consistently, then uh, that is a secret because we learn about secrets all the time and uh, we never do it. That is the problem. But uh, I'll tell you what's going on in SEO now. There are like uh, some time back, uh, like six six months back or one year back, uh, people started doing uh, all the whitehead kind of stuff and, uh, and they started telling like the blackhead does not work anymore. But I have myself seen right now new sites uh, ranking with all the blackhead and uh, private blog network kind of uh, links and it's working awesomely. And it's giving like, for example, there's a site, mykidneeds.com. It's an Amazon niche site, and uh, it is getting like 300,000 visits a month. And this site was started before just six months. That is like impossible. If you check the backlinks for the site, uh, it's almost uh, private blog network links uh, and all those black hat uh, kind of uh, shit. So it's not like Black Hat is uh, not working anymore. It is working uh, much better than before. But I would uh, stay away from it uh, because uh, the valuation of the site might decrease. And uh, with White Hat, uh, your value, value might be more. And in the long term, uh, you don't uh, risk uh, Google updates. Uh, so go for White Hat. And uh, for White Hat, uh, you have a lot of courses available online like Brian Dean's uh, SEO That Works course, and uh, there's another SEO course uh, from uh, webrest.org. I think these co courses, just two of these courses uh, would do. And the rest of the thing uh, is just good keyword research, good link building campaigns, and uh, keeping it consistent. Keeping it consistent is the secret, I would say. Purush, what do you think you'd be doing if you didn't have a digital marketing agency? What type of business do you think you'd be in? <laughs> <laughs> So I honestly have no idea because uh, I think uh, I would be changing jobs all the time, like one job, six months, <laughs> because I'm a restless kind of person. Not yeah. uh, Restless is not the right word. Uh, I'm a kind of uh, a guy who gets bored with things uh, super easily. Mm -hmm. So if I didn't have digital marketing, uh, maybe 
I would be changing jobs all the time or hopping from one place to another place all the time. Have you ever experienced, because I've actually experienced this in a few businesses that I've, I've had, but getting bored with your business and not having the passion to work on it anymore? Yes, I have experienced this, yep. So what do you do when when that happens to still keep the business going? You know, because the business, I, I believe a business is a, I see it as a living, breathing thing. And mm-hmm. you got to constantly, like, just like the bo- uh, human body, you have to feed it to keep it going. So when you've experienced this burnout or boredom with a business, what are some things you do to just kind of keep the passion alive or keep going with it? I think it's about the lifestyle. Uh, I had this uh, time when I was uh, super bored with my business because it was just like home, office, home, office, home, office. And uh, since this is a small city, I had uh, I didn't have a lot of things uh, to do. And when my friends moved to bigger cities uh, uh, like Bangalore, Delhi, and uh, they had a lot of fun. So I was super bored uh, just work, doing business and making money and uh, going back home. I was super bored. So I decided to change my lifestyle and uh, I just traveling. So when you complement the business with uh, something else uh, that interests you, then uh, business is never boring. Oh, that's a really, really good tip. Anything else you want to add to the listeners, Perush, before we sign off for the day? Okay, I'll talk about the secret. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, the thing is, there are a few things for success. I mean, if someone can uh, succeed, then we also can succeed. The problem is, uh, even with me, when I started out, uh, I spent a lot of time uh, in thinking, reading new things, uh, doubting about things, uh, if this would work or th- if this would not work. And uh, sometimes you don't even uh, act on the thing uh, that you want to act on, um, but you spend a lot of time think- uh, thinking about it. But finally, you don't even act on it. So just cut down all the bullshit. Maybe write a journal uh, every week and uh, get a feedback, like write down uh, what has happened uh, for the last week and uh, what should I change for the next week? Are we? Are, am I moving towards my direction? And uh, cut off all the bullshit and only uh, go for what gives you results. And don't look for the secret. Just keeping it consistent uh, over time will bring you amazing results. I use actually, have you ever heard of the Passion Planner, Purush? Yeah, I have that, yeah. Do you? Yeah, that's what I use as well. This is my third year using it and I'm, I'm a big fan of it because each week they ask you those questions what did you learn this week what were the highlights of this week what did not go as planned this week and how can you be better for next week and then they have a monthly review too and of course the yearly review but you have both kind of a journal and a planner both in one and i'm a big fan you know i have google calendar and mm-hmm. uh, calendly for booking my appointments but there's something for me, that, that, that just works for writing daily tasks um, on paper and mm-hmm. my weekly tasks on paper um, because I think it's good to get my mind and focus off the computer for a few moments and look on an actual piece of paper and either write in there, write on it or focus on that, like what's my task without having the computer sucking my, my time away. So Yeah. Yeah, yeah, sure. Because if you don't plan something, uh, you just keep on thinking and thinking and spend your time on unnecessary things. Until and unless you have that return, uh, it won't work out. 
Yeah, very good point. Okay, Perush, that was a great, great, great interview, my friend. We're going to sign off here thank soon. You. So I want to say thank you very much for coming on to the show. Thank you for coming thank to you, the Bruce. Entrepreneur House. And I, I really hope to see you again this year. It's been a couple of years since, or well, a year and a half since we've seen each other. Do you want to tell the listeners where they could get a hold of you at? They can contact me at uh, infinitymedia.in. That's my official website. Excellent. Very good. And so, listeners, thank you for signing in again. And that's a wrap, and we'll see you all next time. Bye, everybody. Bye-bye. The Entrepreneur House is a business accelerator for established entrepreneurs. Imagine spending an extended period of time with other successful entrepreneurs working together and growing your business. Day to day, you interact with other driven and smart business people. Spending an extended period of time around them alters your business and your mentality around business. Goals are set, business grows, new partnerships develop, greater profit margins are achieved, the productivity skyrockets for those that are in the Entrepreneur House, and you get to have an incredible adventure while doing it. This year, we have three different events, a three-day productivity weekend in different cities all around the world, a two-week all-inclusive retreat for entrepreneurs with six-figure businesses. This will be full of workshops, masterminds, and adventure. Then a four-week event in Chiang Mai, Thailand for established entrepreneurs, also full of workshops, masterminds, advisors, and fun weekend social events. Be sure to check out the details at theentrepreneurhouse.com as soon as possible. These events will fill up fast. For those of you that are interested in have some questions, be sure to contact us through the entrepreneurhouse.com forward slash contact. We will respond as soon as possible. For now, saludos from somewhere in the world.